Welcome to the Infinity Loop, where we explore infinite possibilities to grow, heal, and change for ourselves and the world through connection, awareness, and inquiry. This is episode 002, and I'm your host, Krista Vorse. Today, I'm going to share how I worked with someone on an issue everyone struggles with, which is making assumptions. We were discussing how she could feed and listen to her soul more. She was aware she had patterns that weren't fueling her. This woman, who I'll call Stacy, had felt guilty she wasn't helping someone clean up when she had wanted to relax. When the guilt kicked in, she got up and helped out, and that ended her nourishing time she was having. I reminded her of how to step into the infinity loop, how to get down what's called the ladder of inference, and how to love well while practicing elegant and intelligent self-care. First, here's the Hollywood Minute on what the ladder of inference is. This is a reminder for those of you familiar with it. Developed by thought leader Chris Argerus, the ladder of inference is a common mental pathway of our survival brain, often leading to misguided beliefs. I'll quickly go through the leaps our brains make up the ladder, and then I'll give an example. Just like ladders, we start at the bottom of the ladder of inference and go up. The first rung is the observable data that could be picked up by a video camera. The next step up the ladder is what we select from the observable data. Next, I make assumptions based on the meaning I added to the data I selected. Then I draw conclusions. I adopt beliefs, and finally, I take action based on the beliefs when I'm at the top of my ladder. The next time, I get into a reflexive loop as I quickly just jump to selecting certain data and from there, adopting beliefs. Now I'm certain about what I sense and may even call it intuition, seeing the metadata, reading people, but it's not necessarily so. If it's true guidance, we'll be able to process it with others as we help one another see what we're not seeing or how we're just telling ourselves a story about what we experienced based on selecting certain data. Here's an example of going up the ladder. Beth hadn't responded to my email. Then she avoided me when I waved at her. She must have heard some lie about me. I'm incredibly hurt by Beth, who isn't a loyal friend after all. All of a sudden, Beth is a disposable, disloyal, easily swayed gossip that's too cold-hearted to even acknowledge her friend, me. I don't realize Beth didn't get the email invite, couldn't see me wave at her because of the way the glare of the sun hit the windshield, and she hadn't reached out lately because she's been emotionally buried under a family crisis. I may not have had enough data to work with, so it's easy to assume. We can't live our lives without adding meaning or drawing conclusions. I'm thinking about another situation that a friend was having that caused her so much heartache when she was, for the most part, just up her ladder, selecting certain data, assigning meaning, and taking action. I do it all the time. We all do it. It's how our brains work. The key is to be aware of our ladders and how to get down them. Now back to Stacy. Stacy's ladder was, she saw someone working, cleaning up, and assumed they either resented she was relaxing or that they weren't enjoying doing the work. The guilt drove her to drop what she was doing and jump in to help. Now I'm going to tell you how Stacy and all of us get down the ladder. I heard author and researcher Brene Brown recently say something that's a great example of how we get down our ladders. This is the story I'm telling myself, and this is how I got there. Tell me where I'm wrong. This is Connection, Awareness, and Inquiry. Author and speaker Byron Katie, who famously teaches us the power of self-inquiry, says we often tell a story to ourselves about others and others tell a story to themselves about us. It's unavoidable. 
our brains quickly choose data points and assign meaning to them. This is what I reminded Stacy. It's the three steps down the ladder. Step one, by connecting to ourselves, we become aware of our own thinking and reasoning. Reflection. Step two, making our thinking and reasoning more visible, which is transparency, honesty, vulnerability, and advocacy. Third is inquiry into others' thinking and reasoning. I'm aware I'm feeling guilty that I'm not helping you while you're doing all this work, and because I'd rather take a rest right now and do it later, I'm telling myself a story that you wouldn't want to be doing the work now either, and that I should stop relaxing and help you. But maybe you're enjoying accomplishing this task, and you're getting a dopamine hit from it, and you're not feeling like you want to relax. Tell me how you're feeling right now about doing what you're doing. Would you like to relax and have me finish later? This is how we can communicate in a way that reduces resentment, distance, assumptions, codependency, judgment, self-abandonment, and soul-sucking patterns that are habitual but not helpful. We stay in our bodies, observe our feelings that in this case came from what we told ourselves, but question the validity of the thoughts that produced them, as Byron Katie teaches. This creates intimacy and kindness in relationships. It reduces unnecessary suffering. We can then show the same compassion for the other who may want to rest too. We're a team looking out for one another. It's simple, profound, and life-changing. We change habits by stepping into the infinity loop. We humbly and honestly share our struggle we're having by what we're telling ourselves and become curious, inquiry, into others' process. We really aren't great mind readers. We have to think out loud in a mindful, loving, and connected way. You might find out the other is irritated and resentful for you for not helping. Now we have the opportunity to help them have more elegant and intelligent self-care by learning to speak up and say, hey, can you help me quickly unload the perishable groceries and then we can both collapse? By doing the three-step process to get down her ladder, Stacy can now find more space to feed her soul when she's not being led around by her assumptions and guilt that came from who knows where or other habits that are from a reflexive loop or just making assumptions not based on being present, pausing, and creating a new pattern of being. This is a game changer for everyone I've taught this to if they practice it. I'm here to remind people to remember the tools that are in our tool belt that can make our jobs of being human so much easier. I'll layer these tools and principles on others I'll share so you can hear how I use them to flow together. Obviously, the latter needs more teaching around it. Remember, when you're caught in a bad loop, our way out is connection, awareness, and inquiry. We step into the infinity loop and change ourselves, our relationships, and the world. May this tool give you hope. Thanks for listening. I'd love to have you subscribe, share, follow, and connect with me further here or at ChrisDivorce.com. Until next time, may we all grow in connection, awareness, and inquiry as we live in infinite possibilities.